Hello, folks. It's been quite a while. About four months, maybe? Yeah. Almost four months. Uh, anyway, not a. this is not an episode, obviously, if you are paying attention to your RSS feed. This is clearly not a full episode, just saying hello. Uh, we are not dead yet. Uh, hopefully that won't happen for another 80 years. But, um... Yeah, things have been in kind of uh, this limbo state uh, for no other reason than people just busy. Um, I know we say that all the time, but, you know, with Al, Al, Al is with child um, and has been with child for quite a few months. And, you know, the first year, um, I can imagine, is, is one of the tougher ones in terms of time management and, you know, making sure the little the little guy's okay. Um so, you know, it's it's been hard to coordinate one with him and uh you know, I I don't I don't want to do one without him. Uh my weekends have been getting pretty busy as well. Um for for other reasons. Uh, I I am not with child. I am a child, but it's not the same thing. So, uh but I wanted to, you know, jump in and say hello. Um Al and I are trying to figure out a day to sync up together. And do the podcast. Uh, the the re- and I have gotten a few requests to say, hey, you know, why don't I jump on for an episode if Al can't do it from from some folks. And you know, I I appreciate the sentiment, um, but for the for the same reasons that I can't connect with Al entirely, um, I can't connect with really anyone else um, just because of the 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 time it takes um, and the coordination it takes. And some of you folks are in different time zones and. Uh, you know, having to explain, you know, this is how we do X, Y, and Z. Uh, you need to format your things in a certain way, and then you s- upload it to our server. Just, uh, yeah, just, just more, more, more. You know, biting off more than than I can chew at the current moment. So, um, but I do appreciate it. Uh, Pete, I know, has been um, shuffling his life around. Um, at last I hear, he's living in um, upstate New York now, uh, where he used to be in Boston. Uh, so I, I know he uprooted and he, he moved he moved elsewhere and I don't know what his situation is. Uh I haven't really spoken to him. Um he seems to be doing well though. Uh with his uh with his YouTube channel. Um and uh yeah, uh, I mean oh, by the way, he just made available his entire archive of Game Slaves Radio. I suggest you guys go uh find his fa- Facebook page and uh get on that. Uh get on to the downloadings because uh there's some pretty fun shit in there. Um but yeah, back to us. Um, we I've been toying around with redesign ideas, and I know I always do. But th- this with the with the aim of making it just much dead simpler uh, for me and Al to manage right now. In prior years, uh, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Half of the reason why we maintained the site was to learn. Um, you know, have the necessary skills to to say that hey, a we can maintain a website from the server side. You know, Al does all the server stuff, and he actually had it running out of a box in his apartment for a while. Uh, it was literally in his computer, our server. Um, and when a dust bunny would get into his processor and cause it to overheat, the site would go down. So, you know, he he got experience administering a Linux box doing that. I got an experience uh, with a little bit of web design, which is not very good, I admit. But with design tropes and, you know, what you should do to make something either accessible or informative, um, 
you know, keeping things to minimum scrolling so that everything is presented in one page, um, having as much information as possible or having as little information as possible to whatever, all, all these certain different design things, which I'm sure it didn't really pan out when you look at our finished product as, or, or at least what is up there now. But, you know, it was a learning experience. Um, going forward, you know, we had less and less time to actually learn this stuff, um, you know, as our jobs and our responsibilities at our jobs got, you know, got greater and greater, which, which is a good thing. You know, that means that you're getting promoted or you're, you're, you're being trusted more. But that left us less time to actually do this site. And, you know, since we don't do this stuff professionally, if you gave me a choice between playing the games or writing about the games, I, I, I'm sure that you all know we'd, I, we'd rather play them. Um, so doing this podcast was a, a an easier way for us to do them because um, I think there's a lot of kind of dead air or dead space in a podcast, in the production of a podcast, to um, really just play more games. It's two hours of our time, maybe one and a half, two hours of our time to talk about it, and then... Um, Obviously, on my time, it's a lot of effort in terms of editing it, but at the very least, while I'm waiting for edits to go through, I can, like, you know, jump into a game or something, or, you know, while I'm waiting for a podcast to render, which takes, you know, X amount of hours, or actually it's a lot quicker now with my faster computers, I could do something else. So it, it's not as intensive as going through review, um, re- reviewing the facts, um, proofreading the review. Uh, writing it up, making sure that it sounds right and, and reads right, and then coming up with a rating and justifying that rating and all, all that stuff. It, it's, it's actually, it sounds weird, but in my experience, writing a review took a lot longer than recording a podcast every week. Um, this might be different for professionals. You know, they, they do it a lot. They do it for cash. Um, and when I was doing it for a little bit for, for, for GameSpot on a freelancer basis, yes, this I, I guess the reverse is true. It was... You know, I got into the rhythm of writing reviews, and and it got you know it got somewhat snappy. But, um, you know, after I stopped that, I kind of reverted to this and and chatting with Alan. That's how I got across what the games I was playing and what I thought about them. Um, that doesn't mean that I'm going to stop writing at all. Uh, I mean, I haven't written in a long ass time. I think the last thing I wrote was probably a, a, a the last review I wrote was for a retro arcade challenge, or retro game challenge, and that was a long time ago. Um, but that's why I'm trying to think about redesigning ways, uh, redesign ways to redesign the site. I can't even speak. Um, you know, make it a simpler format. Maybe finally moving to a blogging tool. And and let me tell you this: the reason why I resisted using a blogging tool for so long, besides the learning factor, was the stigma that comes along with with someone saying, "Oh, so you're a blogger." Um, Back in the day when, you know, I was really serious about trying to learn about writing and learn how to, you know, critique games betterer, uh, I didn't think that being called a blogger was exactly the the highest form of praise, for lack of a better phrase. Um, when people say blogger, you know, I, I, I get the impression from other others who aren't kind of in the know or really pay attention or who really paid attention to this stuff back then. Saying that, oh, anybody could set up a blog. If I had a friend tell me once, they're like, well, anybody can set up a blog. And he didn't mean it to be, um, you know, t- to, to disparage me. But, you know, his impression was that a blog was easy. And that to actually run a website where you publish work is harder. And, you know, that kind of impression is easy to form when you're not educated about the medium, right? 
bloggers like Kotaku and uh, Destructoid, all those folks, you know, they 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 don't just well. This is part of why I was cynical about blogs for a long time. So you know, m- maybe I shouldn't say this <laughs> because I still kind of believe that it's true. But for the most part, you know, the quality writing that goes up, they don't just throw it up there and call it a day. Granted, a lot of bloggers still say, oh, I want to be the first one to post this news, so I'm just going to throw up this article, and it's going to be a little snarky because that's what's, that's what's funny, and people like snarky stuff, and uh, I'm just going to throw this up there in five minutes because I want to be the first one to post a story, and eh, who cares about spell checking, and I know I don't know how to use my apostrophes, and maybe I'll attribute this quote to the wrong person or misinterpret the quote, but whatever, I'm the first poster, so that makes me a master blogger. That's the kind of impression that I wanted to avoid. Um, but, you know, that, that, that is becoming less and less the case as you look at people who blog. Um, the other thing is just it's fucking easy, man. You know, when, when you get down to it, when you finally get your design template, you don't have to worry about content management. The blogger software does it all for you. And that's kind of what I'm aiming for so that one day if I just feel like writing, I can just throw it all up there. Um, like writing on our site, you know, I developed with using an existing tool. I developed our content uploading interface. And because I developed it, it sucks. And I don't have the time to learn how to make it better, so I just want to blog. So I don't know. Maybe we'll revert it all to a blogging thing where I don't have to worry about setting up a a, a, a MySQL database and learn how to do all the queries. Because at this point, like, who am I kidding? Who, I'm never going to learn how to do that stuff as efficiently as a pro would. And I have very little use for it um, outside of the little stuff I use it for with my job. And that that's, that's barely happening anymore because the nature of my job, I want to get out of the, you know, nitty-gritty stuff and more managerial strategic stuff and that, you know, that will require a cursory knowledge of my SQL, but it won't require me to learn how to do a super query with that shit. So I can't waste my, I shouldn't say waste, but I shouldn't put my time into that if that's not where my goal is, right? So blogger software. Um, I don't know when I'm going to start. I don't know if I'm going to start, but uh, just to let you know, if, 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 you know, a comet hits New York and, and and I expire and someone wants to write a damning biography of me, they can write, uh, Mr. Chupon thought that he would revamp the site a third, perhaps a fourth time, and just like his first two revamp attempts, it didn't happen because he sucks. And there you have it. You have an extra negative to tack on to my terrible biography. Um, but uh, that's what's been going on with the site, which is basically nothing. Uh, I'm probably going to get written. Let me pull up the site so that I am. I know what I'm talking about. Uh, I'm probably going to get rid of all these different panes. As you can see, it says on the horizon, the Wi-Fi hub, which is being managed by someone else on GameSpot. You know, God bless them for doing that. Um, the podcast pane, the gear pane, all these panes on the left side, they're just going to go. It's, you know... It's too much information. It's information bloat. Uh, all, all this columnized segmenting stuff that I thought was cute when I, th- I was like, I'm going to make this kind of like a magazine and present everything as a table of contents for you. I'm going to get rid of that. Um, I don't know necessarily that I'm going to revert to a completely blog format where everything is just here's the most recent post. Maybe I'll have some a sidebar or two. Um, and I definitely want to keep the tagging system very consistent. If it's a review, it's going to be filed under reviews. If it's going to go under a console, it's going to be filed under that console. Um, sometimes I find it hard to find content on blogs through the tags. Uh, maybe I'm an ass and an idiot, but you know I'm pretty sure that I've seen stories on 
Game Life on Wired, which which is still one of those blogs that I one of the only blogs that I liked back in the day when I hated blogs. Um, I still had trouble finding certain articles because the keywords didn't really make sense. Uh, and I would look up a keyword and I'd find an article, right? And then I'd be like, okay, I remember this article linked to the one that I'm actually trying to find. So I'm going to find that article and look in the read more about dot, dot, dot. And I'd go down to that section and I'd click on that article. And the keywords would totally be different even though they're talking about the same subject. So I, I wouldn't know what to do. So um, hopefully Al and I can manage that a little bit better. Or maybe we'll be just as lazy and suck. Um, so... Who knows? Well, I'll, I'll take any suggestions. I, I can't promise that I'll, uh, you know, listen to them and implement them, but I'm certainly down to hear them because right now, I, you know, I'm just up for an ideas. I don't know how much Al is going to be writing anymore. Al has never really written that much after the first couple of years um, because I, I think that's not really his style. Um, he was more of the let's talk about it on the podcast type, and like you know, as you've seen, I've gradually moved to that towards that as well. But maybe we can see if we can get him to, to you know, write, write a little something-something. Um, color scheme's going to change. I'm still thinking about the design that I did before for our new preview site, uh, for, for our new redesign that never made it to, to the light of day. Uh, it was white. Because, um, you know, white's all the rage. No, I don't even know what the hell's the rage is now, but whatever. Um, so, yeah, uh, look for that never, or maybe in two years. I don't really know. But I'm certainly not intent on letting this die. Um, if, it, if it has to become just like a personal thing where Al and I just do it, and if you guys are interested in checking in on us, so be it. But the trygames.net name is not going away. You know, the, the entity that we are, the things that we care about, they're not going away. We're still here. So, I don't know. But uh, what we do on trygames.net, we talk about games, I think. It's been a while. Can't remember. But uh, real quick before I sign off, uh, I think since the last podcast, which was on March 12th, um, I've actually been beating games, which is usually not my style. I I actually did beat some games, and I'm impressed with myself. I don't remember if I had beaten them by the time of this podcast, but I blew through a couple of 3DS downloadable titles. A lot of my gaming has been portable these days, um, and specifically on the DS or 3DS. Blew through a lot of 3DS titles. Um, I did talk about Ghost Trick. I know that. I did talk about Chrono Trigger. I did talk about Devil's uh, Digital... De- Shin Megami Tensei Devil Survivor Overclocked Remix. No, Overclocked. No Remix. Um, so I talked about those. Uh, I don't know if I talked about um, Sakura Samurai. Actually, these following titles are all 3DS downloadable. So, uh, Sakurai Samurai or whatever that's called. Um, I should I should be good and fact check what that's called. Uh, I believe it's... Sakura Samurai. It is Sakura Samurai Art of the Sword with a colon in the title between Samurai and Art. So I was right. Um, I blew through that. You know, quick quick synopsis, Twitter synopsis, three out of five. Uh, it's like Punch Out with Swords. It can get frustrating at times. It's very short. Um, and it's very just one note. But, you know, in spurts, it's a good time. Uh, it's, it's a good time killer. Or time waster in between games, or kind of when you get a f- get game fatigue if you've been like plugging away at a game for a long time, and you're just like, I I just want to taste for something different for like a few days. Um, Mutant Muds, uh, four out of five, I would say it's a great, I think it's a great platformer. Um, it's a great kind of old schoolish uh, retro platformer that doesn't really um, doesn't really add anything revolutionary to anything really. Um, 
it doesn't reinvent the genre. It does. It isn't the first blowout title for the 3DS store, or it, it is. It is not even a blowout title. Period for the 3DS shop. Not not something that's gonna be. Yo, son, check out that 3DS wear shit because of Mutant Muds, and that's it. You gotta check that. No, but it, it's a it 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 brings me back um, to you know older platform days. I think the music is very well composed. Um, I think the visuals are well done. Uh, I think that the 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 little gimmick behind it is that you you know you change between planes. It's a completely two D platformer through and through, but there are three planes to shift between. You know, closer to the screen, farther away from the screen, and then kind of in the middle. And um, they use that to kind of fuck with your head. You don't exactly know, you know, at all. Like you're not always entirely sure where you can go and where you can't go. And and I think that's by design. That's a little frustrating at times, but it is by design. And when you get the hang of the the, the kind of design language that they use, it, it becomes very you know intuitive. Um, the challenges are very straightforward. You either just col- you collect all the diamonds in the level as much as you can. Um, you get little upgrades that you can, but you can only carry one upgrade into a stage at a time, kind of like Bionic Commando. So, uh, you you know you use your abilities to not only get through the stage, but also access the secret levels hidden throughout certain stages. And you know part of the fun is finding the secrets. Part of the fun is getting through those secret levels because they're ass hard. Um, you can't shoot up. You can't. It's one of those games where you can you can only shoot a couple of pellets at a time on the screen, kind of like Mega Man. With Mega Man, if you're, you know, on the edge of the screen, you could fire a whole lot because, you know, they're, you know the time that e- each bullet stayed on the screen was a very short time. But um, it's not like Contra where you can just belt them out. Um, and that, you know, they they place enemies in such a way that if you inch forward, and by the way, there's a time limit, but if you inch forward, you'll see them, but you'll have to really think about how how to, you know, jump and land or when to shoot or how to shoot them and you know it, it's 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 not easy like they'll place enemies like you, you'll you'll go down a series of ledges left right left right and they'll place an enemy on the left that shoots at you and an enemy on the right that shoots at you and another enemy on the left that shoots and they all shoot at the same interval so you have to like be you have to be like very precise okay i'm going to jump now to get two shots off and then jump back to the higher ledge jump down kill that enemy then jump down and kill, you know so it's 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 not the worst thing it's not super meat boy hard Super Meat Boy Heart, but it is pretty difficult, and it's one of those satisfying challenges where you're like, "Well, you know, now I want to. I missed those diamonds in that stage, and it's not hard enough that I don't want to play through that stage again. But it's just hard enough that it's still going to be challenging to me. And then finally, when I make a run through a stage without stopping, then I'll know I've mastered the stage. That it's it, it's like that. It's it's that type of game. It's a Ninja Gaiden type game. It's a Castlevania on NES type game. Um, that controls better than Castlevania, <laughs> thank God. But uh, really liked it. Also, uh, Mighty Switch Force, also a great title, uh, in a similar vein of once you get the hang of it, you blow through a level without stopping, um, but it is very difficult to get up to that point, uh, it, it, but when you do, you get that Ninja Gaiden rush, and again, for the youngsters, I'm talking about Ninja Gaiden on the NES, not the 360 or three or Xbox versions, um, but you know, going from point A to point Z, without stopping and in switch forces case switching blocks back and forth and you know um i'm just just getting the hang of the platforming without missing a beat is even more satisfying than in mutant muds because it's less about the shooting and killing of enemies with your gun and more about you know wrapping your brain around switching these blocks from the foreground to the background um 
like there, there are instances where you'll see two two blocks lined diagonally up against the other. So the natural thing is, well, in Mario Brothers, I just you know that lets me reach a greater greater height. I jump onto one block, and from that block, I'll jump onto another. But in this case, one block's in the foreground, one's in the background, and in mid jump, you have to switch. And then just imagine much more complicated scenarios than that. And you know, running through a level and getting part time and switching back and forth and you know, doing all that stuff is great. I personally didn't like the area the segments too much where you. Um, where it mimicked the Donkey Kong barrel chains where you jumped into a barrel and you pressed A to shoot yourself out of the barrel and it would just like, you know, you would launch yourself from barrel to barrel to barrel to barrel in midair. There's several sequences like that in Mighty Switch Force and I didn't really care much for that. But the other sequences where it focused mostly on block switching, I thought thought it was great. Um, Pushmo I talked about a long time ago. Al's on that now. I would give it a 5 out of 5. Maybe that's speaking too highly of it, but I, I really think that that was... I had the most fun and was the most absorbed in that game out of all the 3DSWare games that you know I've had. Um, and I'm trying to think of what other 3DSWare games I have on here that matter. I know I have Let's Golf 3D. That was a mistake. I mean, I, I don't care that much about that, so I shouldn't have bought it. But Pushmo Mutant Muds, um, Money Switch Force. I've got all the uh, 3D NES classics that matter. So Twin B because I like shmups. Xevious, because I like shmups. Kirby's Adventure. Kid Icarus from, you know, Uprising, which ooh, which I want to talk about Uprising with Al because we have very differing opinions on that. So I'll save that for our eventual podcast. And the 3D Excite Bike. Um, so I've been playing a little bit of all of those, but not too much. Those are more diversions than anything else. I did mention Kid Icarus Uprising. The only thing I'll say about that is uh, I'm very hot and cold on that game. I did complete it. I don't want to own it anymore. I have no desire to go back and collect every single weapon and fuse everything. I did. I did a fair share of fusing. But I have no desire to go back to it. I have no desire to play multiplayer, not with that control scheme uh, on the ground. I actually reverted to using the face buttons as camera movement. And when when someone like me does that, and I'm always championing stylus first-person controls and mouse first-person controls and Wii remote first-person controls over buttons and analog sticks, you know there's something wrong with the game. Well, I think there's something wrong with the game. Maybe you don't. Um, the framework around that game is fantastic. Uh, I love all the collect. I love I love everything about the game that is Kid, Rick- Kid Icarus Uprising, except for the parts where I have to play the ground missions, and that that's that's really uh, that's something that I have to wrestle with. Um, I, I was uh, yeah, I was playing that game, and I was sitting there going, I really really wish they put this on Wii, or I really really wish that they put this on like. Um, I don't fucking know. Like like Wii U or something where like you could kind of use the IR pointer or the motion tracker to, to, to aim, but the second analog stick to control the camera when you're on the ground. Or, or If you've played Kid Hercus, you know what I'm talking about. You may not agree, but you do know what I'm talking about. Um, so that game's going back up on eBay. Uh, I enjoyed it s- tangentially. I don't know if that's the right word to use. It's not the right word. I enjoyed it somewhat, but not, you know, not all the way and... I, I I just I'm very sad that it became what it was as opposed to what it could have been. Um, what else have I been playing? I've been playing Steam Cell. That's not very healthy for me. Um, I've I just picked up Ocarina of Time 3DS again. Uh, got got from where I left off. I, I I saved Princess Ruto from the mouth of the fishies, and I just uh, spoiler alert. I just got the blank blank sword and turned into blank blank Link. Uh, whatever. Yeah. Um, I've been playing a little bit of Assassin's Creed Revelations. I think it's an unnecessary game. At the same time, I love Assassin's Creed. I love that franchise, and so I'm not quite sick of it yet. Um, 
I, I predict that I will be sick of this story arc by the midway point of Revelations, but that's okay because I know that 3 is going to be somewhat different. Um, and I'm sure... Oh, oh, I dipped into Machinarium, uh, which is the same, which is by the same people who released, who later released, um, uh, oh god, what is that game? Botanicula, um, similar style of game, uh, adventure type, flash based. Um, you can almost only do one thing on this screen, and therefore you pretty much know how to solve the puzzle. You just have to really stare at it. I like it. I like the art style. I love the music. I got the soundtrack for it. Um, I'm getting soundtracks left and right. Uh, what else have I been playing? Uh, I think. That's about it. Um, I was a sucker and downloaded Final Fantasy three on the Android because I, I, I just can't believe that Square Enix put out a f- another full-fledged RPG on a tablet. Um, and I'm against tablet gaming that tries to be hardcore, but turn-based RPGs are fine in my book uh, because those you know those are when I see, what I would like to see on tablets. Um, not dual joystick shooters. Please stop with that. Um, and that's about it. Uh, I, I definitely... the big, At the big point of conversation... Excuse me, I have to scratch my ear and that moved the mic closer to my mouth. The biggest point of conversation I think I want to have with Al in the next episode is Kid Icarus. Um, really want to have a good... Dis- I, I think we'll have a good discussion on you know, what, what game design works for certain genres and certain stru- level structures and, 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 the goal, and the goals that designers have with the type of game they want to make and how much that really matters when you, as a player, just you know want to be immersed in the universe and don't really care if it plays so-so or has so-so level design. You just want to see the characters again and you, you, you like the, the, the surrounding framework. Is a clunky design enough to uproot what is a great framework or is it not? You know, I think that's the kind of discussion that we'll delve into and I, and I greatly look forward to it. Um, oh yes, one more thing. I started up God Hand again and that shit is crazy. That's all I have to say about that. Um, so, you know, just checking in. I I, I I apologize for not putting up episodes. Um, I apologize. I don't think Al should have to apologize. He he has a seven month seven month old excuse and a very good seven month old excuse, an adorable seven month old excuse. Um, I cannot wait till that kid grows up and plays games and kicks kicks all of our asses and says, "Daddy, Uncle." Your 8-bit games are sucky. They have crap graphics, and then we can go, Well, let us tell you, son, slash, son of friend. This is what it was like back in our day. And then he'll go, Well, did you really, really think that the Magnavox Odyssey was anything that you care about? And then we'll say, No, son, slash, son of friend, I suppose you're right. But still, because you know that's how it goes. And then... Rappers will be wearing, like, wigs and tattoos on their noses and, like, ballet uniforms, and that's where rap will head because, you know, back, you know, the days where they actually wore clothing that represented, you know, a a somewhat hardcore style are long gone because you see people like Wiz Khalifa wear skin-tight jeans and gigantic sneakers, and they look really stupid and make me miss the back, the good old days when rap was hard. But I'm going on a tangent because I, 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 I don't want to to think about a world where I can't relate to those new games anymore and, and you know blah 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 I'm getting old man I'm getting fucking old <sighs> I think that's a sign for me to sign off bye bye